Welcome to Millionaire Moms, a space where we explore how the best in the world achieve success with joy while maintaining their health and well-being and quality relationships. This week, I found myself derailing my success, and I've heard from so many listeners who are doing the exact same thing. Insert shocked emoji. I thought it was just me, but it turns out it's a part of being human. Have you ever found yourself in a tug of war when making choices throughout the day? Do I choose love or fear? The answer seems obvious when the question is so plainly stated. Yet when I examine my behaviors, I realize how often I'm actually choosing fear. Choosing to be guarded and not to share my whole heart and feelings in a conversation with a loved one or in a team meeting. Choosing to apply for a job that you know you don't want. Choosing to stick with a job that you know you don't want. When you know you have a calling inside to pursue your heart song. Choosing to allow thoughts of doubt and uncertainty to raise questions in our minds. Questions that nag and tug and drain our attention and distract our focus. Why, oh why do we do this? As a mathematician, I often think in terms of the normal distribution curve. I know, I'm a bit of a geek. I have used this tool to teach my daughter values and the habits of mind exhibited by the world's most successful people. So I want you to go ahead and grab your journal and draw out a bell curve. Then I want you to think about a situation you are facing and think about how most people would respond to that situation. Write down the most common responses in the bell-shaped part of that curve. Then I want you to think about as many ways as possible that you could respond. Responses that would be better than the norm. And I want you to write those on the right-hand side of that bell curve. I want you to think about aligning your behaviors with the top 8%, 5%, 2%. Pick your percent. The important thing is to make shift happen, to shift away from the norm and into the behaviors that may be a little more challenging and at the end of the day, leave you feeling proud, give you a sense of meaning and fulfillment, and they teach you that you can do hard things. Over time, you can train your mind to see situations and circumstances differently using this tool. Understand what you have within you. Everything I see people do when I work with my coaching clients is focused on outside things when success is an inside job. We keep trying to solve problems on the level we see them. We think, what's wrong with me? Why can't I be a little more like so-and-so who seems to be crushing it in their career and in life? Why can't I seem to get past this issue that's been plaguing me for years? Why do I keep holding myself back and derailing my success? Personally, I can't believe it took me seven years to have the courage to wholeheartedly pursue my business. I dreamed and dabbled, which was fun and exciting. Yet fully committing is scary. I go all in and then my days are filled with one unknown after another. I have tasks on my calendar that I don't know how to do and that I don't feel good at. And in those moments, I have to think about that bell curve. Most would give up 
Most would start scrolling and choose distraction. Most would go out to happy hour. Most would do anything but face the hard tasks, but not you, warriors. You choose different as your operating system, and it is that choice that will bring you to the level that most will never experience. My heart overflows with gratitude knowing that I have achieved a level of success most single women will never see. In a recent conversation with a dear cherished friend, I was reminded that this level of success is rarely even seen by couples, let alone an individual. And in that moment, I took a look back at how I got here. And I realized that it was neuroscience, psychology, studying the world's highest performers, and training my mind. What was I really doing in those moments of study? I was directing my reticular activating system. I was focusing my mind not on the patterns of this world, but on the outliers, on the top 8%, 5%, 2%. I loved teaching children about the world's best as a teacher. Little did I know that I was training my mind to continually see the brilliance in people, the greatness in people, the behaviors that the best leaders in the world exhibit. And my subconscious mind wrote a playbook designed an operating system based on what I was learning. Now, decades later, I have a mind that thinks differently. I have eyes that see the world differently. I recently chaperoned my daughter's winter camp at church. I came home so exhausted, I decided to take the Monday following off just to recharge my batteries. I have learned that putting myself first allows me to put others first, and I didn't feel a darn bit guilty about taking a day for myself. I dropped my daughter off at school and came home overjoyed at the thought of returning to bed to catch up on sleep and to enjoy an entire day to myself, even though I had no idea what I would do to fill it other than sleep. I laid down and I placed my eye pillow over my eyes to block the morning sun that was pouring through the six windows in my bedroom. And in that moment, I began praying out loud. I don't know why no one ever gave me the memo that you could do this other than at the dinner table and holidays and at church. This was a new experience for me. Suddenly, I found myself in a conversation with God. It began with words of gratitude for the realizations I'd had at winter camp, for the messages that felt as if they were just for me, even though I know the youth pastor designed them for the kids. And then God brought me the verse, Romans 12, 2. I hadn't read the Bible in over 18 years, so I had to remove my eye pillow, pick up my phone, and ask Google, what does Romans 12, 2 say? I was shocked when I found these words. Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Say what? I was absolutely mind blown. I literally put that eye pillow right back over my eyes and said, God, bring me more verses like this one. This was the normal distribution curve that I'd been using for decades, the foundation of what I teach in my high performance and leadership programs. I was so eager to know more. And I started calling out and asking, God, teach me, show me more. Next thing I knew, I was in a deep conversation with God. I even found myself literally laughing out loud as I realized my entire curriculum is built on biblical principles. I had spent 20 years studying 
the literature on the world's highest performers and the best leaders, all to find that the answers were all in one book. You can imagine my surprise. The other thing that was really interesting is that I started to ask questions and in response, like, is this your divine purpose for me? Is this business the path that I'm supposed to be taking? And I started to get this odd tingle down my right leg from only my hip to my ankle and isolated to that right leg. While my science-minded brain struggles to comprehend how this could possibly be happening, I knew it was real because I was experiencing it. And each and every day, I continue to ask for more guidance. I continue to pray before meetings and say, God, if you want me to open doors to the individual that I'm about to meet with, you give me that tingle and I'll say your name. And all of a sudden it started happening and my conversations became more real. They became deeper, more authentic, more genuine. And our businesses started to thrive. It was absolutely incredible. So each and every day I continue to ask for more guidance. I continue to pray that my mind be transformed, that I quit focusing on religion and all the things I can't stand about it. And instead focus on relationship with the divine. And let me tell you, what God can do in your life is far greater than any strategic plan you can execute. Building my business on this firm foundation is leading me to places I never would have imagined. And the best part, I don't feel the stress, the hurry, the hustle and grind. All of those feelings have been replaced with a peace beyond what I can understand or share with you in words. I now know in my heart and soul that I'm enough. I know my purpose and my path. I don't have the entire journey mapped out like I would love to, but I know that the scripture says, the Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. I like to study the Bible using chat GPT. It helps me get past all the vows and shouts that confuse my comprehension. When I dug deeper and asked chat GPT, what is the meaning of Psalm 3723? I was reminded of the importance of trusting in God's guidance. And the more that I realize I'm being led by a divine higher power bigger than what I can understand, that nothing is coincidence, the more I see that God is working, the more I can trust in the journey and in the process and eradicate that tug of war that exists in my mind. What I love that ChatGPT responded to me with, it says, Psalm 37:23 conveys the idea that when someone takes delight in the Lord and seeks to live in accordance with his ways, God takes a role in directing and guiding their paths. The image of the Lord making firm steps suggests that God provides stability and assurance in the journey of life. It signifies that those who trust in and find joy in the Lord can rely on his guidance and protection, even in the face of uncertainties. Overall, this verse encourages a deep relationship with God and emphasizes the concept of divine guidance and care for those who are committed to following him. It's a reminder that even in the midst of life's challenges, those who find their joy in God can be confident that he is watching over their journey and providing the support they need. Notice this is about relationship, not religion. 
I used to think committed to following him meant being condemned, being told I was broken, being asked to follow a strict set of guidelines. What I've realized is it means living in peace, in love, in joy, in connection, in all the things that I had spent my life seeking. So I want to invite you to ask God to delight in the details of your life, to make a way where there seems to be no way or where there's struggle and frustration and friction, and to direct your steps. I personally have to ask for this guidance multiple times a day. I've learned that the way we pray reflects what we believe about our God. And so my prayers needed a little bit of uplift because they used to sound a little something like this. Dear Heavenly Father, I know you're busy, but would you please? And then I'd insert my request. And when I learned, I heard this pastor say, the way we pray reflects what we believe about God. And when we pray like that, like a weak and whiny prayer, that doesn't share that our God is almighty. Now I know that this is how I can talk to the almighty creator of the universe and how I pray, if how I pray reflects what I believe about God and that I know God is a way maker. He's a miracle worker. He's a promise keeper. He's the light in the darkness. He's a sound guide and teacher. God is love, peace, freedom, joy, possibility, adventure. I love those things. There's no condemnation or criticism here. This is the abundance of the beauty in the world and this universe that we live in. I now choose to direct my mind on those attributes, and I let my reticular activating system in my brain seek to find those truths in this world and in my life. That's how we're wired. Science is the language we use to explain God's creation. And as I deepen my relationship with God, my prayers reflect his mightiness. Now my prayers are characterized by bold requests and confidence that he will make a way where there is no way. My mind may not comprehend a way, but I know that with God, nothing happens to me and everything happens for me. Here's what my prayers now sound like. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for the creation of a new day, for a beautiful sunrise this morning, for the peace that transcends what I can comprehend in my mind. God, I ask that you continue to reveal yourself to me. Blow my mind, showing me all that's possible in my life and in my business. Thank you for bringing me joy today, for bringing laughter to the moments when I walk down the grocery store aisles with my sweet Gigi, for bringing a heartfelt and genuine connection with my man that's deeper than what I could have ever comprehended, for bringing clarity and focus to my business and guiding my direction so that I might succeed in all dimensions of my life. God, I'm struggling to determine my next step. And I know your word says, you delight in the details of my life and direct my steps. Thank you. Continue to guide me and direct my focus on you. It's easy for me to get distracted by the things happening in this world. Please guide my eyes and reveal who you are and who you created me to be. I am paying attention. I am living wide awake to your wonder and majestic creations, and I want my life to reflect the magnificence of this world, to have meaning and fulfillment, and to be characterized by love, peace, and joy. In your name, I boldly pray these things. Amen. 
Notice how that prayer is a little different, my friends. If you feel ready to launch your mission-driven business using a strategy fueled by faith and high-performance principles, join Warrior Women's Society at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash one warrior woman. That's the number one warrior woman. You can also learn more about me, your host, Dr. J at drj.com. That's drje.com. See you next week.